radioinfluence.com. This is the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. I had a very inspired or inspiring conversation um, just today on the Stairmaster at the gym. And uh, this is going to be basically what this podcast is about. Uh, you know, this podcast, we talk about cannabis and where it's going in this industry, uh, the rules and regulations, uh, what's happening in our world. There's a lot of things, but there's, you know, it's to me, it's about life. Okay. It's about life choices and doing things the right way. You know, with all the things going on with legislation, um, wanting to obviously legalize marijuana, it's not going to be on the bill in 2020. Um, they say that mar- uh, marijuana legalization is likely to reach 40 states in 2020. Okay. Um, Florida is at a situation where um, there's multiple amendments for marijuana legislation um, are kind of in that signature gathering state. So they're looking for, you know, signatures of people who want this to happen. It's it's a technicality. It's something that has to happen. And it's something that has to happen in every single state. So Florida is coming soon, okay? Very, very soon. And, and this is why I bring this up. Florida's had, it's, it's made some advances, okay? Uh, it, it's, a lot of people don't even know this, but Tampa decriminalized small amounts of weed, okay? Um, uh, basically, they've approved an ordinance to decriminalize small amounts of marijuana, uh, makes 20 grams or less of marijuana a civil citation with a $75 fine instead of a criminal charge. And the fines increase with every citation, $150 for a second offense, $3 for a third, and 450 for any additional offenses. So, you know, not telling you to drive around smoking it, but yeah, it's not as bad as it used to be, okay? But this is my issue. I was on a Stairmaster today with a young lady who's probably just a little bit younger than I am. And I've known her for a while. She's an acquaintance. And when I first was exposed to her was at an event, and it was a charity event, and it had something to do with her daughter. And her daughter now is 12 years old, and her her daughter is handicapped. When I mean handicapped, I mean extremely severely handicapped. You know, when they when they wheeled her out in a wheelchair, um, I believe at the time she had maybe one leg and one arm. I believe she's had one other appendage um, amputated since, okay? So for those of you that have kids, couldn't imagine, I'm a pretty strong-willed guy. When they wheeled the kid out, they didn't say a word. And I, I remember having sunglasses on in my head. I put my sunglasses on, and they didn't say a word. And just me looking at this kid, I started to cry because I couldn't imagine. And I, I had this conversation with a young lady today can't imagine what you're possibly going through. And I said, how is it with your daughter? And she says, and she gave me a kind of funny look, and I go, what's going on? Well, she has, you know, um, serious scoliosis, and she has to have another surgery here. And it's a tough situation. She can't sleep. She's in pain all the time. So I said, have you ever thought about CBD and THC? She goes, we've been through it all. He goes, she's been like this since birth. We've been through it all. Um, we're working on dosages. She goes, but it's very tough because doctors are reluctant to 
to give THC to a young kid. And that's, and that's the part that has to change because think about this for a second. A doctor is reluctant to give THC to a kid that is 100% going to benefit from the THC. And in lieu of the THC that she, he or she is not giving the kid, he's giving the kid pills. Do you see the problem here? That's a problem. And then talking to this young lady about things in, in, in her world she said, I go, there must, it must be tough because it's really hard to find somebody who is in your circle going through what you're going through. And she says, funny, I talked to somebody the other day who actually spent time in jail, spent time in jail because he had a kid that was afflicted, something like her kid, disabled, and he gave the kid THC. And then when they drug tested the kid and the kid had THC in his or her system, they arrested him. That's why it's time to decriminalize this stuff now. Okay. It's, it's late. It's late. It's better than everything else you're going to give that kid. It's to a point now where it's, be, it's, it's counterproductive. It's almost un-American. If you're in another country and there's a plant growing and somebody says, if you take that plant, it's good for your arthritis. You don't think you can be able to take that plant? Isn't it silly? That plant growing out of the ground right there is good for your arthritis. It's good for your anxiety. We talked on our show yesterday uh, to Kyle Turley, who was a former NFL offensive tackle. He played for the Saints. He played for Kansas City. Um, a big proponent of CBD, a big proponent of THC. He has his own company now, making big-time money. And it's... It, it's the problem is the hypocrisy of the whole thing. I played in the NFL for nine years, okay? I've said this many times on the show before. I didn't, I didn't even try marijuana until I was 35. And it was because of football, no doubt. It wasn't because I thought marijuana was bad or um, didn't think I was going to like it. I knew I was going to like it. But the problem is you get tested for, for marijuana and now you're not making your money anymore. That's a problem. Money is more important than well, just about everything other than family and health. And the hypocrisy of it is that the NFL is still fighting Carl Turley really to get his message across, sort of. But when you hear stories of people like Zeke Elliott getting in trouble for being in a dispensary in a city and not even buying anything, he got in trouble because he was located in a dispensary. And this is what's crazy about the NFL. I played. I didn't smoke. There's weed heads all you want, you want the most weed heads per capita? Go in an NFL locker room. It'll be, well, maybe an NBA locker room be more. But an NFL locker room is weed heads everywhere, okay? And I use the term weed head. It sounds negative. But those people in there are medicating themselves because when you talk about chronic pain, if you bring up chronic pain and you say, who would, who would benefit from something that would help chronic pain? If you bring up four different people or in, in whatever walks of life, if you don't bring up football, I'll be damned. Who has more chronic pain than football players? But this is how it goes, and here's a hypocrisy. And the NFL has one drug test for illicit drugs, and it's in training camp in July. When you pass a drug test, you're okay to do whatever you want throughout the whole season. You're allowed to take any illicit drugs except for steroids. They do randomly test you for steroids. So the weed heads or the marijuana smokers would stop smoking at the beginning of July 
take the test at the end of July, and then smoke all the way August, all the way through to the next July. So what are you trying to accomplish? De- decriminalization of this is necessary. It's getting to a point now where the arguments are gone. And when you're talking about somebody who is giving his kid something to ease the pain, and that's something that any parent would do, and you're putting him in jail or her to jail, that's the part that I have problems with. And for the young lady who is scared to give her daughter THC, knowing that's going to help, and scaring that the system's going to come down on her, that's why we're kind of slowing down this process because uh, it's certainly working in a lot of different places. So Florida, you know, open up your eyes and your ears. It's time for, you know, to the point where we start looking at this medication exactly like it is. And decriminalization is absolutely essential. It's, it's essential all around this country, seriously. And don't know what I can do as an individual. I can just keep on bringing knowledge and try to let you guys know what's happening, but there's nothing really I can do. I can continue to be a proponent, continue to give you the knowledge that I have, but um, I don't know much else other than that. It's time. 2020 is definitely the time. If anybody ever has any questions for me, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you're tuning into a lot of my other podcasts as well. They're a lot of fun. And a Ronnie and show every day, Monday through Friday, 95.3 uh, FM and 6.20 AM. Everybody have a wonderful week and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl and stay out of trouble and make sure you get out there and smoke something delicious. I know I will. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Pitot, CEO of Radio Influence. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on any of our programming, or if you have some show ideas you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you take time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means more than you could ever know. Without you, the listener, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to all of our programming. You can find all of Radio Influence's programming on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com.